On this week's episode of Buckeye Blitz, Dustin and I will be talking about our experiences at the Maryland game, Chase Young's suspension news, LSU versus Bama, Penn State versus Minnesota, updated CFP rankings and what we think about that. We'll talk a little Ohio State basketball. It was a huge week for Ohio State basketball, and we've got to touch up on it a little bit. And we will finish it up with all things Rutgers. Dustin, here we go. to this week's episode of Buckeye Blitz. I am here with my co-host Dustin. As always, I am Josh. We are back at it again, and the Buckeyes are 9-0. and What's, What's the, the best part about being 9-0? and Chance to go 10-0. <laughs> you beat me to it. You, you beat me to it. <laughs> Dustin, how was how your weekend? How was the game? How was, how was your week going so far? We're recording on a Friday, which is not... Uh, typical for us, but I feel like we said every week. So do we even have a typical for us anymore? This year has been super strange, but no matter what, we got it out there every week, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. (laughs) I agree. Um, The week was good. Um, This week kind of went pretty quick compared to usual. Very Um, quick. A lot better than usual. I feel like I was was super shocked when it was a Friday already. Um, Really happy it's Friday. Got the game tomorrow. Not as Looking forward to this game as much as usual, just because it's not an exciting game. But way game. No matter what, I'm gonna watch it. So that's all I know. Um, but the game was fun. Uh, I had a couple buddies of mine come down, and they had some fun. It was just upsetting that it was such a quick game and such a cold game that like I wish they could have seen a better game. But anytime you can get into an OSU game for 15 bucks, it's a good you deal. You take it. You mm-hmm. take it. Exactly. I, I agree, and I think the Browns playing yesterday is a, is a big reason why it felt this week went quicker. Yeah. Because it kind of just takes a whole afternoon away. It does, yeah. It feels so. like it's Sunday already. We're not going to get to that Browns game. No, because we, I don't want to talk about it. We have a lot of feelings about that game, and, uh, I and I'm sure everyone listening to this game probably has their own <laughs> opinions on it too. But. And I'm so tired of talking about it. Exactly. And hearing about it. Uh, but on the bright side, OSU, with that big 73-14 to win against Maryland, uh, feels like it's already a lifetime ago, so we probably won't get into it too much but uh there's some still good there's some good things from it that we'll talk about uh how was the game for you cold mm-hmm. rainy kind of wet i'll say wet it, it was it did have that wet feel it wasn't raining but it was raining like that night before like yeah before the game too. i felt wet but yeah. i wasn't actually wet yeah um it was really fun i had a really good time before i had a lot of people come down for mm. it um i think in total it was Seven 
Yeah. Seven people nice. that we tailgated with, which is, I mean. That's a lot of fun. Which is a lot of fun for mm-hmm. people that you don't usually go to the games with. Um, didn't stay very long into the game. Yeah. I, honestly, like, I expected to stay for the whole game, no matter what the score was. But, that like, the second half, it was actually really warm. I mean, the first half. The first half was really warm. First half I think was, it was because very there was so warm. many people there. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just covered up all the wind that I didn't really feel any wind. As soon as people cleared out, it got so cold. I'm like, I can't do this. And we all left. And uh, we were a little buzzed from earlier, super hungry. Like, mm-hmm. we just had to get out of there. I don't know if you noticed, but I agree with you. When you're in the stands, it, it felt pretty warm. Mm-hmm. But when you went on to, like, the concourse and, like, to the restroom or whatever, yeah. it dropped, like, 20 degrees. Yeah, definitely. It's so cold mm-hmm. on the upper-level deck um, towards the bathrooms. I was like, I don't – I don't even – it wasn't even the same, like – ecosystem i don't know <laughs> yeah. if that's the right word but it was so cold and then it was actually nice coming back down but uh yeah we stayed probably halftime maybe a little bit into leave the after the halftime show yeah mm. I, th- I i think so um that show was uh, it wasn't very exciting average, yeah. yeah i remember that as well like santana was the theme and like sure santana's cool but how many of the people that are actually at the game are santana fans like just yeah. the adults really I know you know this, but something that's kind of crazy is one of my really good friends who was going to come to the game because he goes to the University of Maryland is named Santana. Santana, yeah. It's like they're calling him out for not being at that game. Right. (laughs) It would have been almost fate if he would have came. But he didn't. And I'm kind of glad he didn't, to be honest, because that would have been a really long trip for him to come watch that game. That would have been, yeah. But it was fun. In a game that you weren't even there for, like, over the two hours or whatever it was. Um but it was it was a good game. Um, just showed the absolute dominance of OSU, and I kind I kind of liked the fact that this was coming off of last year's performance of just terrible performance Squeaking against Maryland by. that we had. Yeah, letting them score fifty points, I was just absolutely terrible. So I was it was nice to put them back in their place a little bit. Um, and even Maryland knew what that situation was, especially with how they had like that one player that transferred from OSU went over to the sideline and like hung out with all the OSU guys after it and was, yeah. like, go win that national championship for right. me. Which is sad because you know like you know he wishes he was still on that team for sure. Um, At least in that aspect. And the a thing that I kept thinking about with that game was how different it could have been if Jalen Hurts was on the team. And honestly, if he was on that team, it would have been forty to twenty instead. Like they still would have, we still would have crushed them. I don't think he's that good where he could have. Like a quarterback's important, but like you still have to have a good team around you. Like their defense was nothing. Yeah, we they were literally really every bad. time we had the ball in the first half, we scored. Yeah. They were very bad. And it wasn't field goals. We scored a touchdown every time <laughs> that we had the ball. Like, it's insane. I think by the time I actually got, like, settled into my seats, like, ready to watch the game, I think it was 14 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to the game early, but I wasn't really settled in. Mm. I had to go get a, you know, beer or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was it was a good time. I'm glad we went. Uh, I'm very glad that it wasn't the same result as last year. Yeah. And I'm super happy I was at the game for one specific reason, and that was because I saw the one of the craziest plays I've ever seen in person. Honestly, <laughs> okay, you want to you want to describe that to kick, me? That uh, kick. What was it? In this we were up fourteen nothing, so it was in the first quarter, and all of a sudden we just lined up to kick, and it was a terrible kick by Blake Hobel or Hebel or however you say his last name. Um, Habil. Habil. Yeah, a terrible kick, and then all of a sudden you look at Chris Olave, and he's looking at the ball, running down the sideline, no one near him. Right. And he catches it, and everyone went ballistic. Right. It was crazy. Like, 
no touchdown. Like the, the we would high five for the touchdowns, but no one really was like, "Yay, <laughs> touchdown!" Like even uh, Gus Johnson on uh, Fox was like, "And J.K. Dobbins gets into the end zone." The, <laughs> Which, if you like, know him, yeah, he's exactly. More, even more out of character. He, he was just so done with it. Like he was like, oh, that, "I really, I got stuck with this game, the most right. unexciting game ever." Um, Oh, obviously it was more exciting than like a nine to nothing game when it's just field goals, but it was still like you knew what was gonna happen every time we got the ball. But um, it was just crazy uh, to see that play. I was no, I like that was what we talked about like the rest of the game. Honestly, was was that plan? Was it not? Like right. I think it was like an audible kind of thing. You know, they just kind of saw that Chris Olave was open on the side, and like I don't think they planned for him to actually catch it. But like at least attempt to, and now it like kind of opens up, like it spreads the guys out a little bit more, helps out like our kickoff team. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. I I actually need to go back and watch that replay. I didn't after I saw it in person. I didn't rewatch it. Mm-hmm. So I think I should because I think that'll that'll help maybe detail it a little bit. Yeah, more. I had a buddy who didn't go to the game and didn't watch the game. He only watched like a little bit of it here and there, and I, I was uh, we showed it to him, and he like so I kept watching over and over again. Yeah, it's just crazy. It is that actually is absurd because I, I do feel like in high school we did have a thing where if like the guys the gunners on the sides were wide open then like kind of kick it to them never would have worked in high school like we did not have a kicker right. that could even make it to the end zone or even he could make it like kicking it to them was like better for them than actually getting a, a touchback <laughs> um but Very still crazy. uh it was it, it, it was just crazy like how perfectly that play worked out and that was basically that was basically it yeah <laughs> great performance by Justin Fields great performance by JK um and then even our backups to- 31 points in the second half and none of our starters played in that second ha- second half that was pretty cool too yeah Demario McCall with two touchdowns uh that was pretty cool to see him do that because he has been a kind of a lackluster career with Ohio State, but he's a big what if. Yeah. Um, uh, so other games that weekend, Alabama LSU. That was the game of the weekend. Honestly, we watched that entire game for the most part. Do you want it? Do you want to go and and talk about the game that was before that first, the Penn State game? Yeah. So I I got to watch. Um, only a little bit of the Penn State game. I got to watch like the last few drives. Yeah, same here. Or, like the fourth quarter or something. Yeah, since we left early, because that was at the same time as the uh, OSU game. So since if I if we didn't leave early, I would have not seen that at all. But yeah, I kept yeah, checking I mean, the score yeah. when I was at the OSU game. And I was yeah, what the heck? Like, why are they up right now? This is so weird. Like we we even talked about it last week. We did yeah. not expect it to be like that at all. I don't know why I'm yawning so much, man. It's past my bedtime. Wake up. It's 9 o'clock p.m. and it's past my bedtime. It's game time. <laughs> yeah, so we actually, I actually went to Chumley's after. I went to, after I left the game, after some, I went to get some food. But after that, I went to Chumley's. Yeah. And I started watching the the Penn State-Minnesota game. It was actually really cool because my, my brother-in-law is a huge Gopher fan. Oh, nice. Because he's from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool being able to experience that with him. You know, like everybody in the bar was like freaking out because Minnesota won. You know, yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, I actually like, you know, like he's <laughs> like, I actually like them. Yeah, know? he's not cheering for them just because they wanted to see Penn State lose. He like actually likes Minnesota. Right. And it was a really cool experience. That game was pretty pretty entertaining i i can't remember it super well for some reason i feel like saturday is just a huge blur to me you know <laughs> yeah and and uh it's like I, that a lot <laughs> it, 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 yeah but it came especially down, when it's been a week ago and everything yeah it came down to the last drive um and 
Sean Clifford. That's his name, right, Sean? Mm-hmm. He couldn't score in the, la- in the last play. And like I said, the bar kind of freaked out. It was actually a really cool experience, and I'm glad that we got to experience that together. Yeah. Um, and Chumley's was absolutely packed. Was it? Believe it or not. I bet a lot of people weren't I at the Maryland game. Yeah, it was like a ton of people. And it was kind of like that right time where the Minnesota-Penn State game was ending. So mm-hmm. everyone was trying to get their spot for the Alabama-LSU game. Because like, that, that was weird that I was like at 3.30. When that game ended, I was like, all right, time for bed. I'm like, wait, it's 8 o'clock? What the heck? <laughs> right, and um, you want to talk about that game now? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did watch that game pretty much from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I so did I. I watched pretty. I don't think I missed really any of it. Um, th- I forgot my other one more favorite moment from that Maryland game, and it didn't even happen during the game. It was the fact that uh, OSU made Maryland guy. A Maryland commit, <laughs> yeah, decommit we, we from Maryland. Talk about that, yeah, <laughs> he, so it was like what halfway through the game, he tweeted out. He's like, after talking to family and friends, <laughs> I've decided that uh, I should reopen my decision process. Right, <laughs> I have to try to find Maryland. that tweet because that is hilarious. It was great. You, Maryland was literally getting beat so bad that the guy disenrolled <laughs> from Maryland. Here, I think I got it right here. Here, Jordan White. He said, with all due respect to whom I may, it may concern, my family and I believe that it is in my best interest to open up my recruitment process and decommit from the University of Maryland to make sure that I am making the best decision for myself and my future. No further questions, please. <laughs> <laughs> I so, love that. The, the first comment, it's not my business, but I'm going to say it anyways. This wasn't the time for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> like... Maybe wait till the game's over or something like a make it. Don't make it obvious that it's because OSU just demolished Maryland. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine that though? Like, put yourself in his shoes. It's like, all right, you're probably super excited. You committed to Maryland, a D1 mm. Big Ten school, and then you're you're you can literally like see into the future. This is what your next four years is going <laughs> to be like. Just losing to Ohio State by fifty. Plus. Yeah, and that's the thing with Maryland too. Is like. I think last year they probably, I'm almost guaranteed they made it to a bowl game last year. So it's not like Maryland's like a completely incompetent team. Yeah. I mean, this year they've been really bad. But so it's like, but at the same time, you have to sit there and like, yeah, I never want to face OSU and have to deal with the 73 points scored on me. (laughs) Right. I'm out of (laughs) here. Do you know what position he played? I don't know. Me either. Yeah, it's not. It's not important. I was just wondering because if he was on defense, that makes it even that much funnier. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But so, what's called? Um, so yeah, the Alabama LSU game. How, what did you think about it? Um, it was electric. It was. I thought for sure Bama was going to win. I know we talked about it last week, and I said that they, I could not see Bama losing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go to who was hurt. <laughs> That's what my excuse is. He well. had a good game though. I don't think he it did. really was. He too had. A, at he all. had a really. So good I game. feel like you can't even blame him. Yeah. Um, he, what did he, he was like. He he was like, I don't remember the exact stat line, but he was like. 38 for 45 or something like that. Yeah, honestly, the Super reason they lost that game was because of Alabama's defense being terrible. Yeah. Uh, Tua had, was 21 for 40, 418 yards, and four touchdowns. Uh, pretty good no, game. no rushing or anything like that. But, I mean, that he wasn't going to rush because of his I- injury. Yeah, he was hurt. Mm. But, yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. It, I don't know. I really, like, that. the score at halftime was 33 to... 13, LSU was winning, and I was like, oh, I guess it's like legit over. And then yeah. LSU, Alabama made it a game, and like, I, it was super enjoyable at that end of the game. Yep, and I, I called it um, when LSU went up by two touchdowns late. I said, first play, 
I said Jerry mm-hmm. Judy, but I said first play Jerry Judy is going to go for like eighty yard touchdown. Yeah, and it was uh, De- Devin, not Devin. What's his name? It's not Devin Smith. The wanna, running back? No, the, oh. the receiver, the one that had the really long touchdown at the end. I want to say Devin Smith because I think, it's, I think it's yeah, mm-hmm. Devonta or Devonte. But yeah, I was like first play. Uh, he, had, he had seven catches, 213 yards, and two touchdowns. That's absurd. Yeah. And I was freaking out, and I was That's like, the thing with Jerry Judy is every time he gets the ball, he still looks like the best player out there, mm-hmm. but they just don't use him to the same effect of the other receivers. Yeah, I think Jerry Judy is probably their best receiver. Who, he, I mean, he, he, going into the, dra- uh, the draft, like, before the season started, he was considered the number one pros- prospect overall. Right. He was, one, like, above Chase Young. Which is crazy to think about, but, but it's not—it's not unrealistic. Either. No, but like when I watched him, like the routes he would run when he get the ball, like he looks so athletic. They just don't use him as much. Like I remember him. In like the I CFC think this was the best year. game he had, and he had five catches for seventy-one yards and a touchdown. Not a great game, especially when you compare it to their the leading receiver in that game. Um, I remember watching him in the CFP last year, and I'm like, this dude's just literally not human. Yeah, know? he's really good. Him and Josh Jacobs, I was like, this uh, offense yeah. is absurd. Mm-hmm. He'll still be a top. Uh, he'll still be a first round pick, I'm sure. Easily. But they, they just have so many talented guys on their offense. It's just that their defense is terrible right now. They're they're letting up more yards per play than Oklahoma is, and Oklahoma that's, has that's played, saying a lot. And Oklahoma has played uh, better teams. Oh, I mean. Yeah, and Oklahoma's played better teams than Alabama. And Oklahoma's in the Big 12. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where defense doesn't exist. Yeah, so they it's don't, They literally do not recruit defense. Yeah, I mean, you could say it's inflated by the fact that LSU scored 46 on them, but that's one game out of nine games. And that's like their already. only hard game this year so far. Yeah, so they should be, like, that shouldn't affect it that bad. I think the real, the, honestly, the real reason that uh, Alabama was still in that game was because of the fact that they actually had a running game for once in their whole season. Like that's the thing that they said was the biggest weakness more than even the defense was that it was like the first Alabama team in a while to not have any rushing game. And he had, Najee Harris had 146 rushing yards on touchdown. Like that kept them in the game for sure. Um, this is completely we can't stop Joe Burrow, man. Yeah, he, it, he that Burrow. game I think locked him up the Heisman. You think so? That I was really his Heisman do. moment. I do. What? Well, we could talk about this later, but somebody else definitely fell out of the Heisman. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, so you're probably right. It's between probably him and... Probably like Jalen Hurts, but I feel like he, his team has kind of fell out of us, the, yeah. the limelight. So I feel like... Even, like, And they almost lost again this past weekend to Iowa State. That was a good ending to a game. They should have lost that game. Absolutely should have. Mm. Iowa had the chance to win, and then they just couldn't score it. I this is completely completely unrelated, but I saw it on Twitter today, and I want to tell you before I forget. So you know Matt Miller, NFL yeah, draft scout, yeah. he released his mock draft, and he has Chase Young number one mm. going to the Bengals. He has Jeff Okuda number six, nice going to the Jets, and he has another Buckeye at thirty-two. Do you know J.K. Dobbins? Nope. Malik Harrison? Nope. Damon Arnett? Nope. <laughs> he has this person going to the Patriots at 32. I'll give you one more guess. I'm trying to think of who's available. Oh, Jordan Fuller? Nope. Sean Wade. He's He has Sean Wade at number 32. That's surprising. I know. I was Because very I feel surprised. like I was expecting him to play another year, honestly. Because he kind of, like, he hasn't had, like, a, an amazing season. I mean, it's, it's he's, he's probably well. He's probably quietly That's what I was about good. to say. It, Not from I the fan like, perspective, but from, like, data analytics. Yeah, because like when I have, year. like, watched him, like, and tried to watch him, I feel like he has played pretty well. Like, he's gotten more into, like, the backfield a little bit more where he wasn't like that before. 
Um, I think it's just really quiet, you know, but... Quietly, like, a good data, analytically good year. Yeah, because I think the last time we checked on, like, Pro Football Focus, even though it's Pro Football, they do college football, too, uh, he was right up there with Jeff Okuda, like, rating-wise, I think. Isn't that, isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? Matt Miller, who I is a... I trust him. He's a very... He's pretty good, yeah. Very well-respected NFL draft Bleacher guy. Report, I think, yeah. And he, he uh... I think he is Bleacher Report. Mm. He, he said, uh... Sean Wade, 32 to the Patriots. I like it. I thought that was pretty interesting. And I'm sure J.K. has a legit chance of getting in the first round. Um, if not, he'll be it's second just, round. It's just people don't draft running backs in the first round. They don't, know. Uh, the only one that have done Josh that Josh Jacobs was last year. That He was the only one. Mm-hmm. And then in the past few years, you had Zeke, Zeke. and Leonard Fournette, but they were like different than every other running back that's been in the league the past few years. Uh, I, I didn't see what he had Jonathan Taylor at. I'm assuming they probably have. I mean, he's still the number one NF, uh, running back. At, I'm sure, like that OSU game doesn't change anything. I don't think. Here, I'll, I'll look it up really quick. Yeah, so um, I do think Joe Burrow uh, is has the Heisman locked up. Um, just the way that he's had that team play and how uh, much of a difference maker he's ha- been. And I think that like the fact that Tua's uh, dropped down in the rankings because of his not amazing performances before facing LSU and then losing LSU a loss is a loss no matter how good you play in it how well you play in it um I think that's like one of the reasons that Dwayne Haskins kind of fell down too was because of that loss but um I I think Joe Burrow for sure and I think that's awesome that he's gonna get it because that's that's, he's still an OSU guy I'll give it to them to him uh but the one that we kind of hinted at and I mean everyone knows about this uh I'd be ashamed if you didn't know about it, honestly. It's the Chase Young suspension. He blew up uh, in the Heisman rankings, became a legit Heisman candidate, and then he gets suspended. Uh, unfortunately, this happened literally like right after we posted the podcast for last week. Terrible timing, unfortunately. Right. Uh, we would have loved to talk about this before because now everyone knows about it, and now we were late to the game on talking about it. Right. But... Chase Young, just a real world. It was literally, like, it's, I feel like as soon as we posted it. Honestly, it really was. Um, I found it. You want me to? You, yeah, go ahead. All right. Before we get into <clears> it. I, I lied. He has Joe Burrow going number one overall to the Bengals. Okay. That's the thing about, like, Chase Young is, like, as great as he is, the same with Nick Bosa. Like, quarterbacks are just more important. Joe Burrow, number one. Chase Young, number two. Jerry Judy, number three. Tua, number four, Jerry Judy to the Giants, Tua to the Dolphins, Jeff Okuda, number five, to the Jets. Uh, He has the Browns getting Isaiah Simmons, linebacker Clemson. Mm. (coughs) Uh, Let me see, running back, running back. A lot of wide receivers. He has the first running back. The first running back is not Jonathan Taylor. I feel like that's a sin. Yeah. It's DeAndre Swift from Georgia. So many wide receivers in the first round. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep. And Sean Wade, 32. Big wide receiver draft, apparently. One, two, three, four, five, six wide receivers in the first round. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, one position, six of one position, not quarterback. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, I think the, I just wanted to bring up something about what you were saying with uh, 
with Jerry Judy. You said uh, they had him on the mock draft as third overall. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at the the group of, like because third overall for wide receiver is kind of crazy. Like they're That's probably like one of the most high. like they're very talented and everything, but they're not one of the more valuable positions. Honestly, like, very true. Um, what's it? Uh, just Colin like, Coward once said it. He's they they're kind of just the. The, f- the cherry on top or the frosting on top of a team, which is a little offensive to wide receivers, but I kind of agree with like you can take like you can have any wide receivers on a team and Same as thing long as everyone else is around them. I think running back can be important if you use them the right way. Yeah, um, but I will say like a top five running back is a top five running back, but besides that, they're pretty equal. Yeah, I would I say Nick that. Chubb makes a huge difference on the Browns. Definitely. But, like, you add Odell. I mean, this is our fault that we're not just using him as well. But at the same time, it's not like he has drastically made us better or worse or anything like that. Um, But third is really high either way because that's very rare for that to happen. Only two guys have ever been taken first overall as wide receiver. That's Irving Fryer and Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, great player. Um, did not like fulfill that first overall pick. I was gonna say, who's Irving Fryer? I mean, that that guy he he was drafted in 1984, went to the Patriots. Um, but that's the thing too. Like wh- like as great as a wide receiver is, you add a wide receiver to your team, and if you're getting the first overall pick, you're obviously pretty bad. Yeah, adding a wide receiver, you're gonna get all of a sudden really good. No, <laughs> like the best wide receivers in the league right now, Michael Thomas. Okay, it's not like third he's rounder. making third rounder, and it's not like he's making his. Uh, I mean, he's making his team better, but it's not like they're winning all these games specifically because of him. Right. Uh, Julio Jones. Their team sucks. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Odell. When he was with the Browns and the Giants, they've always sucked. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Who'd you say? DeAndre Hopkins. No, Hopkins. He hasn't, like, even the... Good team. Whether he plays well or not, it's not like he's causing them to win. He hasn't been having a great year. Mm-mm. I agree He's still you. getting better, but... Uh, all right, guys drafted second overall, Calvin Johnson. That makes one, sense. One of the greatest all time. Mm. Nobody can change my mind on that. No. Charles Rogers and Lamb Jones. All right, let's get more into the – Oh, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about people drafted in the 2000s because some of these aren't as uh, – aren't, aren't as memorable. But third overall, this is the group that he'd be put, in, be put into, would be Andre Johnson. Beast. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, and Braylon Edwards. <laughs> okay, that's actually a pretty good group. It is. Um, I mean, Braylon Edwards was good for a year. Exactly. <laughs> um, he went to the Browns, so he I guess was it's decent. Like a little affected by that. He was a, he was decent for a year until he started dropping everything. Um, <laughs> the yips. But like, it, it puts him in that group of like Andre Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Braylon Edwards, Calvin Johnson, AJ Green was fourth overall, Desmond Howard was fourth overall, like. That's like basically your list of the the players. Like otherwise, there's only like but think about twelve guys ever drafted in the top five as wide receiver. But think about all the greatest wide receivers in history. You don't think of any of those guys you listed. Maybe except Larry for Larry. Fitzgerald. I was gonna and say Calvin Larry. Johnson. Yeah, but you don't think like Jerry Rice? Where was he? Dra- he was drafted on Mississippi Southern Agri- or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah some random Southern. state. Yeah. A.B., mm-hmm. not that he's the greatest of all time, but he was drafted in the fifth round. Yeah. I mean, most recent guy to get drafted super high, John Ross, was like ninth overall. Look at so how terrible bad. he's been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was such a late, like a stupid pick in my opinion because it was, everyone knows that he was picked basically because he had that breaking record uh, 40 times. And the Bengals wonder why they're 0-9. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no room to talk, though. So It's kind of crazy, though, that this he was drafted – in 2017, so this is his third year now, 
And he's only 23. And he's only played about 23 snaps. True. <laughs> he's actually just got activated off the IR. Yeah, he's week, cleared so. to practice now, but... <laughs> Sorry, he'll be back on it. I've been saying with Adrian Green, he was fourth overall, and he's been great when he plays, but that's a big caveat when he plays. Yeah. All right, but moving on, um, that LSU-Alabama game and the Penn State-Minnesota game have had a huge, huge... Oh, I forgot we even started the Chase Young conversation. We'll go back to the Chase Young real quick. Okay, <laughs> let's go back to it. All right, Chase Young uh, came out that he took a loan from his uh, family friend, yeah. in quotes, family friend, because apparently they became, f- he started knowing him when he was recruited to OSU, and any time that uh, you meet them, like you, if it, to count as just family, you have to meet them before you started the being recruited. Otherwise, like if they were before then, you can take money from them. Oh, okay. But because it was like at that time period, family friend is a very loose term <laughs> because you they know like your fame and everything. Yeah. Um, but because of that, he took a loan from them to get his girlfriend to come to the Rose Bowl last game. He paid them back already. But it came out that this happened, and OSU even was the one that told the NCAA about it so that they could get out ahead of it because they probably knew that this was going to happen anyways. And I'm kind of glad they did that because it was kind of perfectly worked. Because if they would have waited like and not said anything, the NCAA could have suspended him for one, longer games, and two, uh, could have suspended him for the championship or the playoff runner or something like that, right. which would have sucked. Um, so did OSU self-report? Apparently, that's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. That's what I heard. Um, I heard. I heard it was nobody in the Big Ten. Um, I'll look again, uh, just to make sure, because I don't want to deny it or anything like that. What? Gene Smith said that like it wasn't Maryland or per se that was a source, but um, maybe it's just that they were up ahead of it. Maybe it wasn't reported by them, but they were just like ready for it or something like that. I don't know. Um, but. Either I agree, way. though. It couldn't have happened on a better time. Exactly. Uh, on our double bye week. Mm-hmm. So the second half of our bye week is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it came out that he was going to be suspended for four games, which kind of made ESPN look bad because it was never even, like, truly official. Yeah. Like, they didn't have the finish our investigation. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, Kirk Herbstreit, come on, man. Yeah, surprise, surprise. ESPN has no idea what they're talking about. But apparently they based that off of the rule that if you take a loan of, like, a certain amount, then that's four games, and that was the amount that he took. Mm-hmm. So they were expecting it to be four games. But luckily he got lowered down to two games. He'll be back. It was proven he paid it back, which is huge. Mm-hmm. There's two huge parts of that. One is that he paid it back, and two, it wasn't from an agent or booster. Yeah. So those two things helped us out tremendously with that with this suspension. And it wasn't to, like, make money or something like that. Right. It was specifically to have his girlfriend go to the game. And the most annoying thing about it is, like, Rose Bowl is probably, like, the third most important game. Out, like, is the probably the most important game right outside the CFP. Yeah. And if he would have been in the CFP, they would have paid for his girlfriend to go to the game. The NCAA would have. They pay for, like, family and friends to come to the college football playoff games, but not any other bowl games. That's so messed up. Yeah, like, just help. Like, just they, you they do should, so much and I you know. can't pay for it. It's so annoying. Um, like, they earned this right to go to these games. What year was that? Out. It was last year when we faced uh, Washington in the Rose Bowl. So the Rose Bowl is a CFP game this year, isn't it? I believe so. I don't know be, the right? rotation. It's every other. But there's like three groups of things, I think. Oh, is there? Yeah. Well, okay. So It's like Rose Bowl and Sugar. So Baker Mayfield's senior year, the Rose Bowl was? 
when we won the championship, that was Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl. We played in the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was 14. And then uh, some, and then on another year, it's like the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. I don't and know if that's the right part. Chick-fil-A Bowl and Peach Bowl or whatever. Yeah, I think it's like Peach and uh, Fiesta Bowl or something like that. Which is Arizona. Yeah. I'll have to look it up, what this one is this year. Um, I, think it's, I think it's that. I think it's Peach and Fiesta is what I heard. Okay. Um, yeah, they're always Rose Bowl, Peach Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Cotton Bowl. Um... This year, it's going to be the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the championship game isn't isn't a bowl game. It's a it's just like the PlayStation Championship game or whatever. Yeah, national championship game. <coughs> okay, I'll, that has nothing to do with anything. I yeah, it's just, just a rotation curious. of the New York Six games. New York Six games. Yeah. So there's six ones, and they rotate for which ones it is. Um. Yeah, so like it goes Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl, and then it goes Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl, and then Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl. So we're at the end of the second rotation. So what's it next year? Rose so, Bowl. So after this season, it'll be Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl, which is the best ones. Yeah, I was gonna opinion. say those are really cool. When ones. you go to New Orleans and Pasadena, those are the best stadiums. Um, and that's where we want. That's where the year that we were in the championship was. We played in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama. So, so the times that we've been to the CFP, we played in the Sugar Bowl. Fiesta Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Or this year. Fiesta Bowl, and then we'll probably play in the Fiesta Bowl, yeah. Yeah. The Fiesta Bowl. I've actually been to a CFP game. Yeah, before. the Fiesta Bowl is the two versus three game. So we'll probably have that one. Yeah. I've actually been to a CFP game. Mm-hmm. It was the Fiesta Bowl. And it was we uh, lost rough. By 30. Yeah. <laughs> 31. <laughs> and nothing. didn't even score. Yeah. It was, it was rough. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, it was not fun. much else to say about yeah. <laughs> not much else to say about uh, the Chase Young. Uh, just happy to ha- know that it's only two games. I, I after seeing Penn State lose that Minnesota game though, I was like, yeah, I think we'll be fine without him if he didn't play. Yeah, I think even if he, even if I they did win that game, I still probably would have felt pretty fu- felt pretty positive because I still think that I, I kept thinking their offense was kind of a joke. Um, the good thing is though, like. I'm pretty sure he's still practicing. He even practiced last week, and he's going to practice again this week. I'm pretty because sure. Because the suspension was never, like, truly official, I think. But he's out of practice, isn't he? Yeah, or no? I think so. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he is. And mm-hmm. that'll be nice because he'll still be in, like, the groove. He'll still be, like, tra- uh, training and practicing. But he's not going to have that wear and tear from the game on him, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to, like, suspend them from practice or not. Like, I don't know how that works. Because it's not like... I'm not sure either. It's not like the NFL where you can be, like, without pay or whatever. Like, you're just, like, saying you can't show up to your job, but you can't tell someone you can't practice, you know, like, in college football. You know, like, I don't know how that works. Me either. But I'm pretty sure he's allowed to practice. And, like, like I said, he'll have two bye weeks, essentially, and he'll be all nice and rested for the long stretch at the end. Penn State, Michigan, Big Ten Championship, two CFP games. How many sacks is he going to get against Penn State? I hope, like, f- seven. No, <laughs> he'll probably get two. He's going to go off in that game, I think. You think so? I'm going to be pissed. How many is he going to get this week? Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the uh, so the, uh, Real quick, uh, updates on some franchise, uh, whatever you want to call it, college football OSU history. Chase school Young, records. Yeah, school records. Chase Young is one sack away, one full sack away from breaking the record for a single-season sacks. That's what kind of sucks about this suspension. Like, he's going to get it, but he could have absolutely blown it out of the water. Oh, you yeah. Know? He still might blow it out of the water. I think he know? will, but, like, if that would have been a four-game suspension, he, he would have had to break it using bowl games, which would have sucked. Yeah. 
But now he's going to have... Th- because then it could have been like, oh, that doesn't really count or whatever. He's yeah. going to have a minimum of four games now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's he got Joey Bosa. He's tied with Joey Bosa with 13 and a half, and he's a half a sack away from Vernon Goldston. Yeah, get, get him out of there as the top guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's still... Uh, what's the see? He's still eight and a half sacks away from Mike Vrabel for a career. Probably not going to pass Mike Vrabel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of crazy that Mike Vrabel He gets there. two a game? Yeah, but Mike Vrabel did have four seasons, so. Um, That's crazy. The other update is J.K. is now just a little bit over 100 uh, rushing yards away from Eddie George for third over all time in rushing yards. He'll easily pass that. Um, he's actually... 300 away from Zeke. He could pass Zeke still. It's he, still in his uh, in his uh, reach. And uh, Mike, uh, not Mike, uh, Master Teague, he's at like 660-something, I think, rushing yards. He's 1,000 yards is still in is, his It's very much in, mm-hmm. in, in reach of him, especially and, if he has a big game this week. And like a lot of people are saying that he, they think he could because J.K. might – like lessen his load, and they might need him more in the second half when they take the starters out because Marcus Crowley's hurt, so he won't be playing. Interesting. So he, they might need him to run the ball. Does moment. Master T go for 200 yards this game? I'd love that. That's my bold prediction. Uh, there we go. Um, so I, uh, I really hope he can reach that. Cause I'm like crushing my bold predictions this year. Like Mike, I will say yeah. that. Except for the Damon Arnett one. <laughs> uh, you were even... You were off with the score prediction for last week, though. You said 50 nothing. You were off. I mean, I was off. I've been off so badly on all of my score <laughs> predictions. I own that with uh, with everything. I do not like score predictions. When I used to do uh, March Madness, uh, like, tournament challenge stuff, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, all right, tiebreaker, pick the score of the championship game. Right. I would just refuse to do it because I hate picking scores. I just I do it because, like, it's something that we just do. Yeah. But I'm so bad at it. Like oh, I don't know. I'm actually super excited for March Madness. Not that you said that. Yeah, I know it's coming up already. I know. See, they just started, and we're already looking forward. To it. <laughs> it's just so fun. Um, last one though, real quick. Oh, oh, by the way, about Master Teague. Uh, while Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins were playing together, Mike Weber never got reached a thousand yards in the uh, with J.K. So it'd be a, like pretty big deal for Master Teague to reach that. Can because I get, Mike can Weber I was a pretty loved uh, running back, but Master Teague might be better. And I think he probably Can is. I be honest with you? Yeah. Mike Weber probably wasn't that good. Honestly. Like, there was a reason he was, like, healthy scratched on the games. Yeah. There has to be. Well, and he hates you. <laughs> I still can't believe he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll have to share that story again for another time. Because uh, I'm sure majority of the people listening right now do not know that story. <laughs> <laughs> or Garrett Wilson. True. <laughs> Dang. I love Gary Wilson, though. Shout out Gary Wilson. <laughs> he hates you. <laughs> he doesn't understand our humor. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, Mike Weber. That, that, Mike Weber just can't even read. Hey, shout so. out to us, though. We were like a nobody podcast. We've had Gary Wilson and Mike Weber tweet us. <laughs> not, <laughs> not in good days. Not, 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 not for green. I will say I've had Mike Weber DM me, it but did. it was telling you to shut up. <laughs> Tell this idiot what he's talking He doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, that idiot's one of my good friends and uh, my co-host. <laughs> and uh, you don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, and he was the idiot had no idea what we're talking about. Whatever. But yeah, yeah so that's our little backstory of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Garrett Wilson, delete this, face phone. <laughs> and, and G. Scott uh, Sr. Yeah. He doesn't like <laughs> Dang. He doesn't know it's me, okay? <laughs> 
Um, anyways, but, uh, KJ Hill now officially 13 catches. Well, 14 away from breaking it, 13 from tying it. Super excited for him. Yeah, uh, we were just talking about a couple weeks ago about how it was kind of uh, becoming harder for him to get because he was having a couple games with not many receptions. But he had a pretty solid game against Maryland. I think he had uh, he had four catches, so that helped out, obviously. Um, still hoping to get some more. Um, I'm sure he'll get about the same in this game, about four. Won't get that many because we still won't pass that much uh, once again. Uh, but, um, all right, playoff, college football playoff rankings. OSU moved down one, OSU number one, OSU number two. Alabama lost, so they'd moved down to five, which, mm, eh. Georgia up to four. <laughs> Georgia up to four, that also, eh. Um, Hate that. Yeah. So, but University of Minnesota, they went up to eight, which still I don't know. It's just like all they should be at five. I, I kind of liked them last week, right? I, I I supported the CFP for the most part. Yes. We both agreed that we kind of liked them. Right. This one, I'm not happy. I'm, with. I do not. I'm not feeling it as well. So. Like, the thing that I kind of hate the most because of the fact that I talked about them last week is Kansas State. Kansas State lost to to Texas. At the time, Texas was not ranked. Yeah. And they're still ranked in the top, top 25. Just because of that stupid Oklahoma win, they're 6-3. and three. I mean, that's just a small gripe of mine. But Where I'm are they at right now? They're, tw- they're 24. Uh, and then Appalachian State, still in the top 25. I mean, that doesn't matter. They're 25. But Indiana... In the AP, they had them at twenty four because they're seven and two, and that one one of their two losses is to Ohio State. Ohio State. Like that doesn't even count. Like come on, and they're not even given any credit in the CFP. Not ranked at all. Um, it's just kind of weird looking at the CFP and how different they are from the AP rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, like yes, CFP grades them differently, but they shouldn't be that far off from AP rankings. Like when you think about it, uh, but because of the fact that uh, we are just two guys that have a podcast. Um, We'll we'll go to the blue check, uh, so Barcelona OSU. Not that they're uh, official either, mm-hmm. but I, I I really agreed with the way they worded their gripes about it. Um, so I'm just gonna give them the credit, uh, and I'm gonna because I, I saved this for this specific podcast because I needed to share because I agreed with everything they said. All right, so why is Clemson number three? They haven't played a single ranked team. UCF wasn't went undefeated two years in a row and played a couple ranked teams, but was never even considered for the playoff. Why is there an exception for Clemson? Reminder: defending champs does not matter. Thoughts? Agreed. I mean, Clemson's different because it is Clemson. I understand a little bit, but we have to be a little bit unbiased if we're going to do this. Uh, why is Georgia the highest-ranked one-loss team? They lost to an unranked team at home. Oregon lost Week One to Auburn at the last second. Yep. Penn State lost to an undefeated Minnesota away. Even Oklahoma's loss was to a ranked Kansas State. The SEC bias is unreal. I agree. I don't understand why Georgia's four. I really don't. I mean, I get it because you had them at five go- before this happened, but why are they ranked so high? They like they beat Notre Dame, and that was. Barely even beating them. They were favored by like 14 and a half and they won by seven. Yeah. I feel like whenever you do worse than your like your favored, I think that's when it, a win doesn't isn't doesn't mean as much, in my opinion. Because usually people could just say a win's a win, mm-hmm. but when you're below your projections, I think it one. yeah. Okay, continue. Um I, I I just think that like Georgia, I don't know if I agree. Like, cause I I did see like so in my opinion too, OSU loses to Purdue. Yes, it was a blowout, 
so it's a lot different than South Carolina beating Georgia in overtime. But we didn't even have a chance of making the playoff because nope. of that loss. No matter, like, we had five wins against top 25 teams, I think, last year. And no, not even a chance. They didn't even give us any thought. Um, and then, why is undefeated Baylor below Florida and Auburn, but above Wisconsin and Michigan? All four of those teams have two losses, and Baylor has none. <laughs> why do we have? Why do we draw the line there? Hint, hint, it's SEC bias. I think that this week is a huge week because Georgia plays ranked... Uh, Auburn, I believe. Uh, Auburn, right. And... Baylor plays Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So it's like a lot of those fringe teams. And Oregon plays, I think, a tough game too, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, Georgia plays Auburn, 4 versus 12. Um, Minnesota plays Iowa, 8 versus 20. Just We'll just go through all the games right now real quick. Oklahoma against Baylor, yep. that's 10 versus 13. And then Oregon plays Arizona. That, that's not a huge game. But, yeah, uh, but this week I think is, is important because it, it really is – a lot of uh, make your own destiny for a lot of those fringe teams. So, yeah. like, if Georgia loses, there there's no chance they're going to get Definitely. in. Definitely. Like, which is kind of crazy because Oregon might get in and, and they just don't seem like that great of a team, but they, they deserve it. to be they, in. I yeah. mean, they really do. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Is mm-hmm. that what the other one was? Yeah. Like, that, that'll be a big uh, game for kind of deciphering all that kind of stuff. So, um, and even Minnesota, Iowa. If Minnesota beats another top 25 team, I don't see how you don't move them up to like five. Yeah. They're and, undefeated, and they have two. And now they just beat Penn State and Iowa. If they win this week, they beat Iowa, and that's a. Those are both good teams. Both good wins, and it's like, and with, especially with maybe Georgia losing or Auburn, it's just this is a big week. So yeah, I mean, they got Iowa at twenty. I'm so going it's not like it doesn't mean anything. I'm going to refrain from criticizing the CFP too badly until next week because it's still early. It is still early. You could say that they put up some people a little higher to hype up games that are going to happen. You could say that, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's just so weird because, like, why is Florida and Auburn better than Wisconsin and Michigan? What did Florida and Auburn do that's better than Wisconsin and Michigan? I mean, I guess you could – I mean, like, I'm not saying that Wisconsin and Michigan are better because I would probably say Florida and Auburn are better. Yeah. But, I mean, because Auburn did beat Oregon um, and Florida did beat – they beat someone, probably. (laughs) Auburn? No, Florida. Wait, who did Florida beat? That's what I was trying to think of just now, oh. and I couldn't think of it. Uh, but either way, like their losses are good to good teams, though. Like They lost to LSU, and I believe they lost to Georgia. I will refrain. It's just like... It's bad radio, but it, I will refrain just because... I just hate, like... I, I don't mind the CFP. Like, the years that we didn't get in, I would probably say that we did not deserve to get in. We didn't deserve when we lost to Iowa... Like, you can't lose that big game. We didn't deserve when we lost to Purdue. Because even though Dwayne Haskins was having a great season, we, our defense was still terrible. We were going to get blown out if we went to the CFP. We looked like we it, like it hurt to play football every week. Yeah, we really we weren't that like great. We looked like the Browns. We enjoyed watching them because it was a great offense, but we just still didn't look great. Um, and then the... Uh, and then that year that we didn't make it because we lost to Michigan State, like we're coming off the championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we just weren't playing as good as we could have, as well as we could have been. So I don't know. Um, I just don't like the SEC bias, and I think it, like every year I notice it. I just I really don't think understand why the SEC is valued so much higher than every other team. Like just like in the bowl games, even when they are playing out of conference games against top teams, they do not do. They well. don't well though. No. Big Ten beats them. Well, and the SEC is gets very top of their team. It is. It is. Um, but I mean, Auburn 
lost to USF, UCF, like got demolished. They did. They did. So this is true. Um, all right. Uh, I'll try to refrain from too much uh, complaining about the CFP rankings next week. But once again, they'll probably be pretty changed with uh, Georgia playing uh, a big game, Minnesota playing a big game, Florida, Oklahoma. I mean, not Florida, uh, Auburn and Oklahoma all playing big games. So it's definitely probably going to change a lot. Um, all right. You want to talk about the OSU Villanova game real quick? Yeah. So basketball wise, Wednesday night, Ohio State hosted number 10 mm-hmm. Villanova, and Ohio State was 16 at the time. And I was super excited for it, but obviously I wasn't expecting a whole lot. You know, this Ohio State team's pretty good. I was like, you know, we'll, we'll probably make it competitive, but Villanova's Villanova. Like, yeah. Like, There's a reason. I honestly thought we were going to struggle against them, not just because they were 10, but just because I felt like they were probably a three-point heavy team, just assuming Fairy. off of Fairy. Villanova's history. Yeah. And I thought we weren't going to be able to defend that as well because we don't have, like, super athletic defenders, in my opinion at least, but that's not true at all. So, like, seven minutes into the game, we were up, like, 33-10. to 10. Yeah, we scored 19 in the first half against... Cincinnati. I yeah, we scored. And we scored 17 it in the first, like, seven two minutes. minutes. It took us seven minutes to score our first point in the Cincinnati <laughs> game. And in the seven minutes into this game, we were up 23. Exactly. We were up We were up 40 to 22 at the end of the first half. And then we, and they were even making a run at the end of the second half. And then we came out. At one point, we were up by like 35. It's, it was insane. Like, we turned it on in the beginning. We thought we were just going to be, like, we were just, like, a few minutes behind. It was 17 to 9 when we turned it up. I mean, 17 to 3. Right. It was, like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. And um, even Villanova got hot at the end of the game, and we still won by 25, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It was it was a really fun game to watch. Um, a lot of, like, DJ Carton is just an animal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know. Recruit. He's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's a freshman, and, like, everybody talking about him coming in, like, oh, DJ, DJ. You know, um, this kid can actually ball, you know? Yeah. And I like the fact that, he isn't one of those one and done guys. Probably He'll, we'll be, not. We'll have him again next year, and I really like that about that because uh, we're getting good recruits, but we're not getting any one and done pl- players. So it's just helping our program be successful for longer. Um, it was a really fun game to watch. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm upset that I didn't get to watch it because I had class, but uh, I tried to keep up as as much as I could, and it was I was super pumped about it. And it wasn't like anyone just went off for our team. We had a pretty balance. We had five guys in the double figures. Uh, leading scorer was Dwayne Washington with 14. He came out hot. Yeah. Caleb Wesson's still kind of struggling scoring. He is. It's kind of weird. He's still playing the most minutes and only 10 points, 8 points last week. But he's an absolute presence Mm-mm. on the on the court. Like He doesn't score a lot, but he is just the biggest, strongest, yeah. most physical guy on the court it's at all It's still times. undeniable that he's our best player for sure. I, I would agree. Mm. I would agree. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it's a great win for us. I can't wait to see where we move up. I think they come out on Saturday, the rankings, either Saturday or Monday. Saturday. Monday, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought they were always on the weekend or something. Uh, but I can't wait to see where we uh, I move think, up. I think I might have just made that up. Then. I don't know. It, I mean, Someone told sense. me Monday. So. I, I think it is Monday. Um, but, uh, I mean, we moved up two after being Cincinnati. I mean, we beat ten. I could see us jump like jumping out to like right outside the top ten, maybe even top ten. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know if anybody else. Well, Kentucky lost. Yeah, they won't. They won't they drop won't, past no. us, but. But the fact that Kentucky lost is a good sign because we play Kentucky this year. Yes, we do. 
That's the thing that kind of sucks about this year is we play Kentucky and North Carolina this year. But hey, it's not a cakewalk this year. But it'll be a good test for us. Yeah, if, I mean, I thought Villanova was going to be a really tough team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like this was a good game. Um, you could say maybe Villanova is just not that good. I don't know, but a lot of people uh, that are college basketball analysts came out and saying like this OSU team's legit. Like someone even came out and said they think that OSU is playing like a legit, like looks like a legit Final Four team. I I mean yeah they beat a, they beat a legit Final Four team mm-hmm. handily yeah I mean they said it's how early though we've got talented uh, wing guys we have one of the best front courts uh, with the, one of the best players in college basketball with Caleb Wesson mm-hmm. and then the fact that we have Chris Holtman just boosts us so much it's crazy if you watch the games too because they literally run their whole offense through Caleb Wesson mm-hmm. and how often do you see an offense get ran through their center nowadays yeah, that's you know true. he literally holds it at the top of the key. And then the, everybody just runs it through him. And mm-hmm. it's like so many guys get open on the back door yeah. because they're double teaming and like so worried about Caleb Wesson driving. Mm-hmm. It is so fun to watch. And Cal Young just is a beast now. Yeah, he's been going off. He's too. been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's been playing really well. And it actually sucks that Andre Wesson fractured his eye socket or yeah. whatever. But it's only like, a, it's surprisingly like a really short injury. Like two I weeks. think, yeah, this was about to say two weeks. Like I would not think that. And guess what happens in two weeks? We play North Carolina. There North we go. Coming. Yeah, it's come back in. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of, like we probably won't talk about them for a little while now, well, for about two or three weeks because we got four games of very average opponents. We'll probably update with uh, we won or something like that. Yeah, but that's about it. Uh, so going into North Carolina, but don't sleep we'll, on the other teams. Oh, is anything gonna happen? We got Stetson, Fort Wayne, Kent State, and Morgan State. Uh, all at home too, so we have four home games in a row, and That'll then we fun. go to North Carolina. So we'll go into that game probably seven and zero, which is really nice. North Carolina, Hopefully. knock on wood, probably undefeated as well when we play them. Um, all right, well, uh, let's get into the the Rutgers, Rutgers game. Any thoughts? <laughs> Honestly, um, the only thing I really want to talk about Rutgers, I I there's I don't think there's any way that we can make this remotely interesting, but. I will say that I did think it was interesting that Shiano will be their coach next year. Not confirmed, yeah, but pretty much confirmed that Shiano is going to go back to Rutgers. Let's say it won't be his first. And the person. last time that he was the coach, the last time Rutgers was good, their head coach was Craig Shiano. And he was kind of like because they were good was part of the reason that they were able to get into the Big Ten from him. Right, I'm pretty sure because it wasn't like they weren't in the Big Ten yet. No, I mean they've only been in there for like five years now, maybe not even four or five years now. Um, what a disgrace. And they're only in there, really, still, I feel like, just because they get that New York market for the Big Ten now. <laughs> but, which it, but, I mean, because no one plays in, the, in New York. And they're not even in New York. They're in New Jersey. Right. But because New York literally has no one, they have to cheer for Rutgers, which sucks. That sucks so bad. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's why it was such a uh, big deal when the college game day last year went to New York City. Because they said they went there because they don't have a favorite team. So it was just, like, fans from every school basically there. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're going there for no game. They're just going there to be there at Times Square. Because I, I feel like they just will go there like, oh, this is fun. Let's go take a trip to Times Square. <laughs> like, right. Uh, the college game is kind of just getting weird with trying to do these, like, new things. Like, they're trying to go out of the country next year, I think. Yeah, college game day is falling apart. It is. They're really struggling. Like, you were supposed to go to the best game every week, and they're not doing that. Like, picking North Dakota State versus South Dakota State instead of going to Wisconsin. I mean, I get it. You're going to those fans. You're giving them this chance to enjoy it, where we get it, like, three times a year sometimes. Yeah. And then we don't even show up as much because of that. 
But I don't know. It's just like the whole point of it was to go to the best game, you know. Don't worry. Fox Big Noon Show is coming up. Yeah, I mean, they've been better lately, so I'm okay with it. Absolutely better. We got Urban Meyer. I'm okay with it. Uh, Real quick, since we were just talking about North Carolina, they're actually uh, only up by three against Gardner-Webb at halftime right now. Uh Uh-oh. Upset alert. (laughs) They won't lose, probably, but Uh definitely alert. All right, so Rutgers, um, last week we were, what, 43.5-point favorites against Maryland. Do you know the line for this game? 52 and a half. Mm, 52, and it just keeps going up, which is crazy. Does it? <coughs> it started off at like 50, 51 or something like that. So it's not much, but it's still going up. Like um, I know like the last it's time I checked, there was 51 crazy. and a half, now it's 52. Over under 61, so basically they're saying we're going <laughs> to... Um, Score all the points. Yeah, pretty much. It um, doesn't even make sense. But we beat Maryland 73 to 14. Maryland beat Rutgers 34 to 7. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Just goes to show how bad Rutgers is. Um, so there's literally nothing really to say about them. Uh, for example, their quarterback, 498 passing yards. Justin Fields, 1,859 passing yards. And, I mean, it's possible that this guy is hasn't played all season, but he's still their leading quarterback, like as in passing yards. Guys were literally transferring out in the middle of the season. I'm not surprised at like, all. Like they are just a I feel bad for the Moskie. They I'm are almost kinda glad that's not a home game. Oh, I'm so happy mm-hmm. it's not I would much rather have like even Maryland come. Yeah. Than than Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. Three thirty game will be on Big Ten Network. It's supposed to be forty degrees, so it's not terrible. Uh, about the same as I think it's going to be here. Tickets as low as $20, it says. <laughs> <laughs> kind of high. <laughs> Honestly. And that's the thing, though, is like normally they probably would be around $60 just because it is OSU, mm-hmm. but no one wants to watch Rutgers. No one at all. Do you all. blame them? I don't at all. Um, I don't even, like, we could probably go if we wanted to, and we don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll be out without Chase Young. We'll be without half our team because I'm sure they won't play much at all. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields will rack up the stats real quick. To this, like, he got to his 200 yards and he's out. He got exactly 200 yards. He'll probably do the same thing. They get should, they should just out. throw it to K- KJ like six times. I wish. And just get him like halfway there. Yeah, that'd be awesome, but they don't do I hope Ryan Day's thinks, thinking about that. I don't think he is. He's not that. Like, Urban Meyer would do it, but I don't think Ryan Day would, <laughs> honestly. Because I feel like uh, Urban would be more aware of that stuff. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, it's not a bad thing to be aware of it, but just in general. Sometimes you it's, you probably shouldn't act on it, though. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guess? Uh, we won't talk about more about the Rutgers game, but real quick, get a guess about how many points we allow per game. What was you? Um, 11. 8.6. Wow. Yeah. A touchdown. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than a touchdown. Do you know who are, uh, who? what game we've given up the most points? Um. FAU. Yeah, 21 points. Yep. And we've played Indiana, a ranked team, Michigan State, a ranked team, Wisconsin, a ranked team. Yep. <laughs> Maryland kind of put up kind of a lot on us. Yeah, and that was all in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, third and fourth. Garbage one, time. One in third quarter, one in fourth quarter. Yeah, we beat. Is it still considered even if, garbage even time? Even if only our backups played the whole game, we still would have beat them. 31-14. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even think many of their backups played because they only had two quarterbacks play, and those two quarterbacks played in the first half. So I think like they played mainly the same guys. Is this still considered garbage time if it's half of a game? <laughs> I'm being know. serious. Yeah, like, I mean, it basically is garbage time. Yeah, like the whole second half for Ohio State players is garbage time. Yeah. 
But is it? Could you imagine though if like I want to see a game where you take your starters out at halftime and then they have to come back like they come back uh, to like catch up and so you have to t- put your starters back in to make sure you win the game. Like oh, I want to see that happen. Yeah. Like that'd be crazy. I'm sure it never happened though, because if you're beating a team by that much and you know you're taking them out, it's probably because you know your backups are still better than the opposing team. Do you think that I could rush for like 25 yards for Ohio State <laughs> in like those garbage? Like total games? or just like on one play? Total. Yeah, probably. In a half, if they keep giving the ball, probably. Uh, I don't know. I'd actually. say 10 carries. Because you have to, you'd basically have to give, be given a hole. Yeah, you're not, you're not breaking a tackle. Get, no get, offense. No, no, no offense. If you're not breaking a tackle. No, I know. These are still D1 athletes. Don't disrespect them. Give me, <laughs> give me ten carries against Rutgers second stringers. Do you think I could get twenty five yards? I think surprisingly, I, could. I think you probably could. I feel like I could. Yeah. What about a goal line? Do you think I could get a goal line touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could open up a hole for you. I run like a five three, so. <laughs> I think on ten carries, I get especially if if you had the first team off uh, offense. Yeah, yeah, no, these are all Ohio State first against stringers. their second stringers. Yeah, yeah. guarantee. Yeah, guarantee no, this is all Ohio State first. They stringers. would open up a hole for you to gain twenty five yards. <sighs> all right, it's I'll, it's crazy. I kind of want to try it. Like, could you imagine them against like a D two school? You'd get 100 yards every play. <laughs> what I just learned this summer was that my, my dad's dad, so my grandpa, his brother had a football uh, scholarship to Ohio State. My Uncle Ken. Nice. But he blew out his knee. Back then, blowing out your knee was, like, career fatal. It was. But like, he blew out his how knee. How many people have you known blow out their knee? <laughs> right. That would have been in the 70s. Yeah. That would have been in the late 60s. He had a football scholarship to go to Ohio State. He blew out his knee his senior year of high school, mm-hmm. and he and he can never play again. That sucks. Uh, but I just learned that, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> I um, pretty much you know could probably be a thousand yard rusher. <laughs> it's in the blood. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be looking for the game uh, next week. We'll be big, heavy on previewing that Penn State game. We'll yeah, try to give next a, week's gonna be huge. We'll try to give a really good preview. Uh, talk more about their yep. actual team and everything. Yep. Because um, obviously, won't be much to talk about with Rutgers. Hopefully, there won't be any headline news like with Chase Young next week. Um, but otherwise, you got any other thoughts? That's it. I'm sorry that we couldn't talk much about Rutgers, but I think you guys will agree with us that there's really nothing that we could talk about. And I don't think you wanted to hear about Rutgers. who their quarterback was and all that. Yeah, not that anybody really cares anyway. <laughs> exactly. Anything no offense, else? Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, no but offense. But I think they would agree. <laughs> no offense. But then yeah. it's Rutgers. <laughs> Anything else? That's it. All right. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>